0: what's going on everybody welcome back to the scalp solutions podcast i am your host david santiago and today i have with me helen vane from america scalp helen what is up
1: hey what's going on thank you so much david for having me on your podcast i'm really excited i've been actually following you and you know i'm excited to be here
0: thank you i'm excited to have you i appreciate you taking out some time to jump on the podcast and talk some come up and talk some hair and scalp
1: yeah, let's do this. Let's talk about scalp. That's one thing I actually also I talk about now.
0: That's everything you talk about now, right? Everything is just scalp hair. You find yourself having a conversation with somebody and just staring at their hairline now.
1: You know what I'm telling you right now? That's unfortunately now I have a scalp. Eye. Everywhere I go, I be telling my husband, "Oh, he uh, he's a good candidate. Oh, he's a good candidate. That's <laughs> like. Oh, that one right there's a good candidate."
0: It's funny because it's, it's now funny. like you 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 walk out and it's just like, man, I never realized there was so many people that are experiencing hair loss.
1: You know, I mean, sometimes I feel like I kind of want to walk. I say, yo, I can give you this. But then, you know, you got to be cool and cordial. Like, you can't be all the time. And people because you can get slapped in the back of the head like get out of my
0: face oh you're not lying but you know what after we done with this i'm going to tell you a little little trick that i got i can't be telling everybody i'll charge you guys i'll charge you guys a dollar because we're going through a pandemic and i know people are getting upset that they charge it for stuff i just wanted a dollar right guys shit (laughs) um so check this out let's get right to it i want you to tell everyone where you from and i want to tell uh tell us what it is that you do
1: okay so My name is Helen. I am from Maryland. Uh, I was born in DC. Those who don't know DC, it's the District of Columbia, Washington, DC. And I do scalp micropigmentation.
0: Dope. How'd you get into uh, SP? What made you want to get into that?
1: This is, I got to say, a real backstory, but I'll give you the shorter version. So originally, I was looking for a career path for my husband that matched his personality based on an assessment that I did for him. Um, and he you know, he had uh, got into the SMP. He's an introvert and I'm more of an outspoken person. So I was doing a lot of the back end work. The gotcha. more I kept doing the work, um, and of course I was his first client, um, somebody who suffered through hair loss. A lot of people don't know that about me, but oh, wow. I, I suffer from hair loss. Um, so when I had the treatment done, not only did I fall in love with myself more, I started to advocate for this. The more I advocated, the more I felt like this, uh, S and P scout, was the industry itself was pulling me in and I just fell in love with it. And I knew that this is where I belong. And this is something that I felt so passionate about. Um, just not just about what I do, but everything behind it. And that's what prompted me to get in this industry. And I'm still here. I'm still standing.
0: Yeah. So let me. You know what? I'm gonna take a little backtrack. We are gonna make it a little more interesting because you said that you developed like some sort of an assessment to see what kind of a job or something so, career I, I, path for your husband.
1: Yeah. So in, in college, they uh, I'm a nursing student. So I was uh, given assessments how to find the perfect. Uh, like based on certain questions they would find exactly what fits you as what kind of work you can do what kind of career uh, so there's a lot of assessments out there and i, I went ahead and i assessed my husband uh because nice. you know he needed something that a good career something that matches personality so i went ahead and did this and i you know i, I kind of came across and pinned all these together and i had saw um some advertisement regarding scott micropin Michael- I was looking for something, a low cost investment and something that would, um, you know, that we can build. Nice. So I presented this this opportunity to my husband. And I said, hey, you know, what do you think about this? You know, take a look at it, tell me what do you think? And we kind of, you know, he he said, yeah, you know, I think this is something I can definitely do. Him being an introvert, and I had no idea you you don't have, you, you can't be an introvert in this industry. I no, thought it was you survive. um Little did I know after me doing the back end work, uh, you you kind of need to be out there.
0: That's awesome. I love that. I was just like, oh, she wasn't playing around. She was like, Mira, I did a study and this is what you're going to be doing. All right. And you're going to make good money. So I don't want to hear that That's shit.
1: When it went down, I'm like, look, man, this is money making here. I got you a, a cover opportunity. Let me go ahead and, you know, put out the dough. I don't care. Let's do
0: this. <laughs> like, listen, I know you invested all that money and getting all that equipment and shit from Home Depot. But listen, this is the <laughs> new shit. This is the study I did on you, and this is the route you're going, all right? I don't want to hear that shit. No. <laughs> I mean, you
1: it that way. I mean, I was making a nice way, but you, know, you got to the real way. That's, that's the real. That's the
0: real right there.
1: Uh, <laughs> I found you a good career. Okay, this is my way. Okay, you got to make the mom money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, Ella, what, what were you doing prior prior to s p
1: So, prior to I s was, and I I was – I'm currently a student, but still, prior, I was – housewife for a few years um
0: hardest job in the world
1: yeah yeah uh but i also did side businesses i was an event planner i created you know those cake pops the the treats uh the kind of those fancy cookies oh nice and um prior to that i was working in the you know medical industry Um, so i kind of the medical industry that's actually one of my longest career i've been i've been doing that for more than 17 years which is why I'm a nursing student currently, because I kind of want to further my career in the medical industry.
0: Outstanding. That's awesome. And so now let me ask you, When, what was going through your mind when you decided that, you know, you got all your information about scalp micropigmentation and in the industry? What was going through your mind when you decided to actually take the steps to turn it into a career?
1: So, I, you know, one of the biggest thing that was going through my mind was uh, I wanted t- some financial changes in our, in our, in our household, I wanted an opportunity where a job was, um, was very interesting, uh, not only to myself, but for my husband as well. And I kind of wanted to find something that I would enjoy talking about, something I would enjoy helping him throughout his journey. Um, but again, it, I, I felt like I kind of took over. I felt like that it, I end up taking over. Um, so basically now I'm like the main person and he's just working under me. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. It like, cause that's how it kind of went down. That's
0: awesome. So you did another assessment and you told him, no, papi, you know what? Maybe you're not going to be the SMP, but I'm going to do that. And then you're going to work for me. Cause this is what the uh, new study said.
1: Well, I had to do an assessment of me. I, I, it, everything about SMP, to be honest, it, it is who I am uh, because I'm an artist. I I've been, you know, one of my artwork is actually in. Uh, frederick community college the college that i i currently uh, i'm in
0: oh really that's yeah. awesome
1: um so my artwork has been there and it has been awarded a few times um it's actually been sold uh when they have auctions so i'm actually uh, a ceramic artist i'm a painter uh i do sculptures so i love art i've always loved art oh the, that's amazing I'm working for somebody it's always, that's why I did a lot of events, uh, creativity, anything that has to do with crafts or arts, I did it. So when I got an SMP, just the kind of combination between art, um, and crafting and making people feel good about themselves and myself as well, and enjoying something that I felt like, oh, that's so interesting. The fact that people are so interested to even hear what you do, it just makes, it just, it just moves. Like, I guess it, it drives me more.
0: Awesome. And now what, what did you find? Did you find anything difficult in establishing yourself as a, uh, as a successful practitioner, like any, any hurdles you had to overcome?
1: So there was, I would say there was a lot, not knowing how to run a business could be one of them. Um, Starting from, from scratch, we're talking somebody who has never opened up a, a actual legitimate on paper business. This is my first time actually opening up a real business where I actually have a tax ID, E-I-N number, where I actually have everything legitimate. It's actually, it's a it's an actual business. So here I am thinking, oh, look at me, I have a business. And next you know, I was like, oh, you need money? <laughs> oh wait, you need an office? Oh wait, you need this? You need this? I mean, so much was going on uh, that kind of interfered with, um, establish yourself. So it wasn't just, Oh, here I'm open for business. Now I need to get clients to come in to see me because nobody's going to see you. You have to really put yourself out there. uh, was one of the biggest challenges, um, that I could say I I faced aside from other challenges, but that was, that, that that's one of the most difficult part is having to be visually seen by the people that you want to see you.
0: Yeah, you know, I I get that quite often. Um, I don't get a lot of people that admit it in the podcast, but after they usually come back and go, you know what, you asked a question about what was the most difficult thing. And, you know, a lot of people say that it was just knowing how to establish just the foundations of a business. And because of that, well, I'm actually working on with some friends. We're going to put like a presentation together on like a whole Business, just presentation, everything, you know, LLC, how to do it, lawyers, trademark, um, all that good stuff. So um, I appreciate you being transparent and, you know, actually coming out and saying that because it, it's not a flaw. I mean, we get it, you know, it's, it's not everyone knows how to how to run a business and that's OK. But look, you got it and you're doing your thing now.
1: Yeah, it wasn't easy. I have to say that it wasn't easy. Had I known, I think a lot of times if people have they known that it takes more than just a few, you know, a few thousand, few money that you invested. A lot of people could probably make different decisions, but because the investment had been done, I, the only way that I could, you know, keep going was to moving forward. And I had to put a certain, a lot of money down, uh, to keep going, but the outcome was beautiful. It, it was great.
0: Excellent. And now who do you have someone that has been your biggest influence throughout this journey?
1: You, know, you don't have you I, I,
0: don't have to say that it's me it's okay
1: no no no, no. oh David. <laughs> damn it i was gonna say you how you know it's gonna say you you know that's what
0: everybody says you know come on
1: <laughs> you are one of my biggest influences. okay <laughs> well, aside from you though <laughs> um i have to say man i don't want to sound like oh you know that's kind of like oh how shall no um there was not many uh, when i mean many i can possibly say none because even my husband had a challenge he was um he you know it's it's hard when he doesn't see um he doesn't see what one person is i'm a visual person and i see i have like a big visions so i was seeing something bigger and it wasn't even there yet but i was seeing that how this could this can take off um and when you kind of don't have a lot of that support it's kind of hard to um you know to to see who influenced you so my influence was, I feel like it was my own ambition to never give up. I'm um, also connecting with certain people, um, that kind of helped me, um, you know, get to where I needed to get, even if it was a, such a small contribute, it was still helping me get to where I need to get. And people still talking to me, whether it was negative or positive, um, those were still influenced me to keep moving forward.
0: Outstanding. So you took some of the negative stuff and you just put it as a learning experience.
1: I had to prove that I, I'm 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 very worth, um, you know, to to keep moving. So people only look at things as oh the positive things. I, I felt like a lot of the negativities. What what influenced me more? I know that sounds weird, but it's true.
0: No. Hey, listen, that's, <laughs> she's, I know it sounds weird. Um, <laughs> who, What is it that you enjoy most about scalp micropigmentation and, and, you know, the service that you provide?
1: I enjoy most is every single time, and I have not had one. Every client that I have worked on, their smile, they're so happy when they get the service. They instantly see themselves, and they feel that 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 change. Um, and and then I get pictures that they will send me with either their dog or their wife, um, or I, I even got messages from um, like two wives that they sent me saying thank you so much you know the nobody noticed it and then this guy who got married uh he wanted to look really good and she was really happy to know that it it just was so beautiful for her she just felt like his change um was for the better and it just kind of helped their marriage which i as a woman i understand that oh yeah that felt good to me to even hear that from them
0: now let me ask you what what has been the weirdest successful text you've received you you've received and and let me elaborate on that um because i'm gonna let you say yours and then i'm gonna share mine because it's absolutely funny
1: successful text yeah
0: like someone like saying what i mean success that's why i said let me elaborate on it what i mean like someone texting you going oh my god this is the best thing that ever happened to me and then you know they go on maybe a little tmi or just something funny
1: where does one was actually from the the wife (laughs) (laughs) what's she she says, she said, Hey, how are you? Thank you so much. Um, um, basically she was saying that, you know, for the last session, I, I appreciate everything you've done for us. And you, you know, you kind of being patient cause they kind of had to cancel a few times, but she was uh, at the end, she told me that his, <laughs> oh my goodness, his, <laughs> uh, his, um, Confidence has raised so much that now that he wants to go ahead and just kind of get with it, her intimately more now, and I said, like, "Whoa, nice. I need to know all that." But I said, like, "Oh, I'm so happy for you. Great, and I'm <laughs> you know anything I can do to help." I, I responded that way and i felt then i felt like was that appropriate
0: <laughs> no no that's awesome and you know you you say that and then you know i'm I'm gonna tell you mine it's pretty much the same thing but it was a little different because um you know it was a male but it wasn't smp it was actually uh, a hair system and this guy was about i'm gonna say he's like about 65 or 64 years old so i'm home we're watching a movie. I'm with my wife, and I get a text from him. This is like eleven something at night, and he he actually sent it to me uh in Spanish. Though <laughs> he tells me, he goes, "Bro, you know my wife hasn't touched me in like a year, and and she as soon as I came home, she jumped on me like a spider. So I was kind of like, holy shit. So I was like." bro that's excellent you know like he was like bro I, like it just changed everything for i mean he went on with like more details which was a little like okay bro that's a little too much but yeah that was like my most extreme one
1: isn't it interesting how they get so comfortable with you and how they can just kind of just say that to you for me i felt like you know there's you know i always say clients are always going to be your clients because they connect with you no matter you know who's out there you always have your clients that you know kind of feel that connection with you Oh and, yeah. You know, when I get those feedbacks from them, I just felt, you know, I feel really good that they they feel that com- that kind of comfort level with me.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is a f- it's something that I'm familiar with because as a barber, you know, you somewhat serve as a, you know, you're like a you're like a freaking uh, uh, what is it that they call like I don't even know the freaking word. Oh, when you who is the you talk you're to? Therapist. There we Sarah. go. Jesus a therapist you know you're kind of like a therapist to them and these guys you know they for the most part they tell you stuff that you kind of like whoa what the hell so it's kind of like you know that's like the culture of it
1: you know what kind of like and i kind of i am kind of used to that in a way when i when i work at the hospital uh and i talk to patients you you get some things that they say to you like okay that's good to know (laughs) so (laughs) it it doesn't really shock me but you know in a way kind of feels good that's something that was done, you know, they say they got the treatment That the SMP then, and that kind of changed them for the better and they they feel different. Um, I can experience, I can tell you that I felt really good about myself when I had it done. I Instantly, I saw a difference.
0: Yeah. And you know what? I, I'm We're going to get back to that because I'm going to ask you for the second segment. I'm going to talk, I want to talk about, you know, your experience and with the, uh, with the hair loss and what it was, you know, that you did to combat it. But I want to talk about, so we're talking about like the good uh, you know, the, the good text, the good experience. But we also know, right, as practitioners, we have clients that have these uh, these crazy expectations. Have you ever had a, a client that came in with some wild expectations or, or like what has been your worst client experience and, and how did you handle
1: that? You know, it's interesting, but I, actually just recently, um, the one that I've um, had encountered, he wanted a particular hairline. And I had stated that um, it wouldn't be it wouldn't, it wouldn't fit his facial features. He insisted, insisted, insisted and you know, I guess, again to, to my um, expertise and what should be done, I still did it somewhat how he wanted, but I still kind of left the hairline um, up. Um, and he you know kept insisting that he wanted down, but I still left it up. After a while, he had stated that, oh, you know what? Actually, you're right. It looks a lot better um, this way, uh, the way how you have it done. But he really wanted it, like, wow, it's like almost to his brows, his you know? eyebrows. So <laughs> insane. I was like, no, it, I I put it as low as I could do it based on, you know, the rule of, you know, the forehead, then you know your your four fingers, and of course the rule. But you know, he's he was still so satisfied, but. He did give me a call not so long ago saying, can I bring it down a bit? <laughs> I was like, sir, we're closed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what?
1: We're closer. I can't help you at this time.
0: <laughs> and you know what we were talking about, you know, um, when we were offline, we were talking about the hair fibers. That's perfect. That would be a perfect technique to use when you have a client that comes in with that. He wants his eye, his hairline, you know, one inch above his uh, eyebrows. You do that on them and you let them look at themselves so that they can see oh, just nice. how ridiculous it's going to look. Right then and there, it, it, it's fixed. They're like, oh, no, absolutely not. And I tell them, I'm like, listen, you see how you're talking to me now? And your facial expressions are making your hairline move all over the place. Now, imagine if I do s on you and you're having a conversation <laughs> with someone, how they're going to be looking at you.
1: Oh, you know what? That's right. And that's why when I saw the video, I was just like, that's a good um a good method to definitely use, especially when you have certain clients that doesn't know any better. Uh, because ultimate, we're the experts. We should know better, and we have to say no, um, even though if that would require them not to do it. But it still has to be like because it's my signature. Basically, your your work is your signature.
0: Oh yeah, so at absolutely. The
1: end, so at the end, you know, he's he was still very happy, but he still wanted the hairline to be dropped significantly down.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? When he comes back next time, you know, hit him, hit him okay, with the virus. I
1: know, I know exactly what to do. I say, sir, I got you. Come here, please come in. I got yeah. something to show you.
0: <laughs> yeah, you want to see when you go, hmm, and your eyebrows touch your hair, your your hairline. This is what it's gonna look like, yeah, buddy.
1: But I'll have I'll have three mirrors. I have have one right here, two two to the side, and one in the front. I said you had a good view. <laughs>
0: three sixty of how crazy this <laughs> looks. So let me ask you, as, as a female practitioner, do you find it easier or harder to gain the the trust of a male that's considering SMP?
1: You know, I'm going to be 100 percent honest. This. Um, it could be a little difficult and I'll tell you why. So in the beginning, I would approach men. I know that was the most uh, something that I risked to, you know, somebody give me a bad review, somebody that could have been upset with me because that's very sensitive to a topic. So I had you know, I had business cards and I approached uh, potential clients. Um, I did get some, but there was this one particular guy when he came in and I said, okay, um, you know, I he, he came into the uh, studio and I had told him, okay, hey, you know, Christian will be doing your um, your treatment. He said, oh God, thank you so much, man. I thought it was you and I was like, excuse oh, me. Oh man. He said, yes, I thought it was, he said, he said because when you first approached me, I, you know, you explained to me and I was very interested for a while about this. And um, I just I'm so glad he's doing it. So I said, okay, you know, I, I stood quiet for a second. And after he was done, I, and I asked him, I said, well, you know, you know, thank you. How do you feel? You know, how was the process? Are you enjoying yourself? He said, yes. I said, sir, may I ask you why did you uh, feel that um, you wanted him to do it, and you, you didn't? You felt kind of timid, or you weren't very comfortable with me doing it? He said, well, you know, I just because you know you're a woman. He just said it straight up. You're a woman. Wow. I was like, oh, okay. I said, Well, I'm I'm pretty good. I, I have you know a few people under me. I said, but it's it's a good thing we have Christian as well. He said, Yeah, it's it's pretty good because you know he's a man, so I kind of wanted him to do my scalp. And he said it like that without any um hesitation.
0: Well, wow. I'm sorry you experienced that, but unfortunately, you know, sometimes men be some real dicks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, yeah. And
0: and <laughs> you know, I, I have to ask that I, I wanted to pose that um question because you know, as a barber. You know, I've, I've just so many times I've heard like guys coming in, they're like, oh, you know, there's females, you know, these female barbers, they can't cut hair. And I'm kind of like, yo, there's a lot of men barbers that suck. Two And, you know, I don't know if it's just because, well, I'm not going to say that if it's just because, you know, I'm I'm a dad to two girls and it's kind of like, you know, I I hate hearing this bullshit as like, oh, it's because she's a female, you know, she's not going to be able to give me style, this, that, and the third. So, you know, I'm interested to, to, you know, to know that experience and, you know, just like how you handled it.
1: Yeah. You know, it wasn't because uh, I guess I have, I took in several um, psychology regarding male and the female i kind of did understand that uh factor and why it happened and how it happened so i cannot blame him because uh, there's some men that feel more comfortable that a male will be doing um a certain sensitive when it comes to that's sensitive to most men i might not say all men but there's a lot of men out there that obviously see this as a very sensitive topic to them oh yeah so in most cases they don't want a female regardless of of you know how well she's doing how good they want another male a brotherhood kind of link that they would do it so the fact that he said that to me i was just waiting that i, I knew one of the, i knew some that was going to happen sooner or later i just didn't think it was going to be sooner
0: <laughs> except except for spas all right we don't want no man rubbing my back we want a woman
1: oh, oh, right. and, that, <laughs> except for spas and massage parlors you guys want females can do it all day long but you know when it comes to like other stuff Nah, it's got to be a man. Be yeah, a man. yeah. Actually,
0: you know what? Some men do want but whatever, to each their own. I want a woman. You? <laughs> so it, if is there anything that you, if you could change within the S&P industry, what would that be?
1: Oh, man, am I allowed to say it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I'm just playing with you, okay? <laughs> honestly, I, <laughs> I want to honestly say this in a way, in a very most respectful way. I I want to change the way the training is being um, presented to a lot of students. Um, I had encountered uh, my husband originally, of course, um, uh, but the process of being trained uh, several times, I feel like if had I been trained um, fully knowledgeable the first time, um, I could have avoided other unnecessary expenses. And uh, I could have focused more on, you know, putting my practice in had I been trained, um, I guess you could say properly the first time and my husband, of course. Uh, but, you know, again, uh, I'm very thankful for my journey. So I am very thankful for my journey. Um, but I just think the the training isn't, um, there's, there's just so much not being told. And I think that is something that I would love to change.
0: Yeah, I agree. hundred percent. Um, we get a, a lot of the guys, you know, when I ask, you know, a lot of the other practitioners, they do um, harp on with the, uh, with the training and and how things could be, uh, you know, changed and a little more uh, transparency to, you yeah, know.
1: I guess that was
0: the word I was looking for, transparency. Yes. So, so let's talk about the future for you and america scalp anything you know what you got going on we got the pandemic now everybody's on freeze but you know any uh on the new projects coming out anything we should be listening out for
1: so i i have been working with other artists Uh, we've been working on um the s p photo mockups, um as well as my um s p mentorship program uh, that hasn't been launched yet, but I'm going to be launching that pretty soon. I've actually had a few case studies that I've been working with. Um, one of uh, the creators of the S P and uh, p photo mockups as well, I, you know, c- you know, help um, kind of build that as well. Uh, he was one of my um, my mentors and or my mentees. And, you know, he's doing very good in, in, in his journey right now. And um, that's something that I can say that's the future and changing and helping provide more education, uh, more access to information that as any new SP artist would like to get without having to fear of who do I talk to? Which information am I going to get? Who's who can I uh, reach out to? I want a way where people can reach out and still get information regardless of them already been trained or not.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Sounds very innovative. I can't wait to uh, to see it.
1: Good. <laughs> she said, "Yeah,
0: thanks, man. <laughs> so let me let me let's go back now. Let's take it back because you were talking about uh you know how you have SMP um yourself. So that being said, how, how important is the hair to you, and what role does that play in you know your SMP career?
1: So yeah, so you know I um I've been suffering from hair loss. Um, I, I could say it it is genetics as well, but um I, I can also say it has a lot to do that multiple childbirths as well as um, medical issues that I had in the background and a certain amount of um, medication that I had taken in the past that resulted in massive hair loss. I mean, I was, in fact, I remember taking pictures and I remembered this one incident that my husband said that, hey, um, my mom just asked me if you were sick. And I said, why? And he showed me a picture of myself. And that was the first time, that was the very first time that I actually saw how bald I was. I, could, I was right there breastfeeding my, my youngest. And you can see how bad I looked. Um, and, I, and I just kind of, you know, I kind of broke down. Uh, of course, within a few mu- months later, when we got involved with this and I had it done, I, I, there was, I saw that it, it didn't look bald anymore like I had color pigment on my, my scalp. It just looked better. Like I was able to blow dry my hair and actually make it look where, you know, I can actually work with it. It was workable now.
0: And so how, how did that affect you experiencing the hair loss? Like what was the effect on your life?
1: It does affect you. It affects you because you have to wear certain, uh, you have to have certain hair products that make it look, you know, fuller. You have to wear, headbands that sometimes doesn't match with your outfit I had several that I don't like wearing hats because I don't really look good in them I mean some people can rock hats but I just don't look good in hats um and and some of the things that I just kind of uh you know I didn't always feel confident about myself um so a lot of the times I kind of just would find any excuse not to go out I think that's that could affect my family as well not just me but my family because I didn't want to go out that means my kids didn't go out or my husband didn't go out because you know it's i was so uh my confidence was kind of just shot down that you know i i just felt insecure about myself you can't i don't i can't even express how insecure i felt about myself Uh, this really did impact me and it made a big change in my life
0: so so now you get the smp done
1: yeah
0: what what did that do for you what's the main change like how big of a change was it for you
1: i can visually see myself the fact that i saw myself different the fact that i was able to freely take a picture myself and smile and actually post it and not worrying about people thinking i'm sick that for me was that for me felt uh something that something inside of me kind of changed like i felt like myself i felt free i felt I feel like I can just kind of take over the world or something. Yeah. <laughs> Confidence like through that. the roof. I guess this is why I advocated so much for S&P because the way it made me feel.
0: Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And if if you, are you familiar with other hair loss solutions? Like was S&P your immediate go-to or were you contemplating going down, you know, a different route? Maybe a, a hair transplant or... No, not the hair
1: transplant, but there was another place for, there was... Um, there is like this kind of hair cap that you can wear um, that you can put in a crown for women. Uh, that's something that, and it's, it's actually real hair and you can, they kind of put a cap in, in your crown of your hair. So it, it looks like your own hair.
0: You're talking about and a it, topper? Huh? You're talking about a topper? Like a the topper. ones that clip in
1: the was something else. I forgot what to call it, but I had looked into it. I think this, they have a location around me locally. That's, specifically it's like a cap it's an actual cap where you they put on the crown of your head and it kind of you know kind of intertwines with your own hair Uh, i was actually thinking about getting that as well
0: you're not Um, talking about the cap that comes with a with a hat and it's got like hair on it right or am i am i taking am i going totally wrong with what you're talking about
1: no uh you know what i can't remember the name of it you know what i'll i think i have it saved somewhere. I can send it to you and I can tell you show you what that is. Okay.
0: Yeah, cool. Please. Cuz right now I'm thinking, I'm pretty sure <laughs> what I'm thinking is you And I'm thinking about like a baseball cap that has no, like no, hair. No, no, <laughs> no.
1: It's something that you can um it's it's like it, it is a wig but it's a particular kind of wig. Okay, got you. For a hair loss and you can go ahead and um and get it on you. Got um, it, got
0: it. So so how do you, how do you feel about other hair loss options? Like, are you against them? Do you, let's, you know what, let me give you something a little more clear. If if you had a, a candidate or a client that wasn't a candidate for SMP, do you tell them to go see maybe a hair transplant surgeon, or maybe they need to go talk to someone that can do hair, uh, you know, the, the cranial prosthesis? Oh yeah, absolutely. You
1: know, the thing is that I do. Uh, you know, having a, a medical, um, I guess, medical background, I do ask certain questions. So I I'll just, I don't just do the SMP, I ask some questions regarding their hair loss. I have like a questionnaire that they fill out and I give them some, uh, you know, tips and advice that what they can do to kind of change uh, what they typically do. And this is not, this is somebody who's, who's just starting to lose uh, their hair. Somebody that could, you know, help prevent continuous loss. Um, but if somebody was not a candidate, I would also recommend other measures that they could use, um, other um, products that I had did some research and I would kind of give them certain um, products. I also work with this one vendor, local vendor, okay. where she gives me certain amount of products that are made that I can provide to them uh, and they can take with them. Uh, this is something that they can actually use it on themselves. And then of course they will contact that vendor to see if they want to continue using their products or not.
0: Got you. Let me ask you, how important do you think it is as an SMP practitioner for, for us to be knowledgeable on other aspects of hair loss solutions aside from scalp micropigmentation itself?
1: I think every SMP artist should be knowledgeable. I think they should not just only focus on just doing treatments, they should also focus on why they are losing their hair, what they can do, what how they can advise them to they so they can continue to prevent hair loss. It's, you know, we all, you know, some some of them, of course, you will continue to get your hair loss, and some of them, like they said, that it's kind of inevitable. But ways that you can do to prevent and give them solutions, they are very grateful. I have gotten so many feedback of the gratitude that I provided them feedback. I provide them other uh, solutions as well. Even getting their SMP, I still provide them solutions that they can do to prevent, especially women, especially the women that I work with. Cause I work with a lot of women and they want texture. Yes. S P is great and they love it. And I get that a lot. And me as a person who actually had S P done as a woman, we want to feel texture.
0: <laughs> right. It's not so, just the the, the, the yeah. optical illusion of it.
1: Exactly. So I give them a lot of, um, solutions, uh, tips, advice, uh, products, uh, that I carry and let them know this is some other solutions that they can have, uh, naturally done and they love it. They love the fact that they get that as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and now-
1: I like certain diets when I ask them certain questions on their, on the questionnaires, I, you know, I give them a, a, a paper saying, Hey, based on the questionnaires, this is what would fit you, but would fit you best. And whether they apply it to their daily lives or not, it's up to them. I'm, I'm not a doctor, but I can provide with some advice.
0: Yeah. And I want I want to ask you another question. It's kind of, a, this is like my evil question. Everyone tells me after, they're like, man, you're messed up for asking this question, man. How are you going to put me in that spot? But I'm going to put you in that same spot. Okay. And the question is, would you date someone who either had a hair system on or SMP?
1: Of course I would. If I had it done, of course I would. I would definitely date somebody who had uh, a hair unit or s and P. I I would.
0: Got you. You'd be some, I, get, <laughs> I get some people that are like, man, why are you going to do that to me, man?
1: <laughs> well, because if you ask men and a woman had S&P, they kind of, I, I feel like maybe men will think like, Well, this is more like a man thing. It's not really a woman thing. Uh, maybe, maybe. That's my perspective. Maybe sometimes when would they date somebody they're probably thinking well I don't want to date a bald girl I want to date a woman that has psh, luscious beautiful hair you
0: know you know what believe it or not I get the total opposite I get it more from the females that are like eh, I don't know about that <laughs>
1: really yeah
0: okay. it's crazy I
1: look, I look bald man they always talk about a little bald man you know kind of that Vin Diesel kind of thing
0: <laughs> right and, and you know what yeah they do but then it's just kind of like oh wait a minute though so that that's not yours and it's and I always ask that question because I feel like Uh, It's kind of like a double edged sword because it's like, you know, you guys have been hip to all this for many, many years. And now that men are embracing the whole self care movement, and they're like, you know what? If this is what I got to do to make myself not only look uh, better, but feel better, I'm going to do it. And now the women are like, whoa, wait a minute, buddy. Like, that's not yours. Like, I don't want that.
1: (laughs) Well, I I know that um I would definitely date somebody who had SP then or a hair unit.
0: All right, there I you go. There you go. No bias on the uh hair units or the SMP guys. All right. You see, we're starting to get our numbers up. That's what we want. We want this thing to be accepted. We don't care anymore shit.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think any woman cares really to think about it. We we get the same thing done ourselves. You know, we have wigs on. I mean people don't even realize sometimes that I have a wig on and they, they think it's my hair
0: because you guys have been perfecting it for years now now we're we're coming up now
1: look at that Uh, you guys came up with your own system now (laughs) got us fooled you got us fooled now
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's great um helen before we go i want you to tell everyone where they can find you uh instagram facebook website all that good stuff
1: okay so you can find me on instagram at uh, america scalp it's a-m-e-r-i-c-a scalp you all know how to spell scalp and then of course america scalp which is www.americascalp.com i'm also on uh, facebook same thing america scalp everything is america scalp um also I, I i do kind of um you know if it's okay uh the project that had came up with the s p um my the s p photos the- yeah go
0: right ahead of course absolutely
1: if you guys can, you know, you know, look into that again. That is something that is, is open now. It just been launched, uh, I believe, two days ago. We did our first originally. We did a, an introduction. So if you guys would also, uh, you know, follow my man Ivan, uh, he also is, uh, you know, the creator of this S and P mockups. So we'll be very excited about this, and I'm happy to answer any questions regarding uh, the S and P mockup.
0: Awesome! There you go, guys. Check that out. Um, definitely an innovative tool that will help you with your uh, consultations. is uh, definitely recommended. Um, Helen, thank you. I appreciate you. I had a blast uh, interviewing you. You're so dope. Um, and we'll definitely catch up on the uh on the long run. And guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Scalp Solutions podcast. Until the next time, peace we